Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, the Joey McGuire experiment. Ongoing or are the results in? Also, Chris Level calling his own fouls, and he's been drawn off sides by anonymous, erroneous, and what we believe should be felonious commentary. Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through love. Great to be with you once again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. Appreciate, as always, you making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan, and today's episode brought to you by Bird Dogs. Today's episode brought to you by Bird Dogs. Hear it, remember it, and go to birddogs.com slash college and enter the promo code Locked On. College. When you do it, they're going to throw in a free custom tumbler with every order at birddogs.com slash locked on college. Chris, great to be back with you once again today, my man, and uh, diving into something a little bit different uh, here this morning as we're getting into some anonymous perspective. Uh, you get some of this throughout the offseason where you have like a conference set of coaches that are pulled. You can respond anonymously. You know, what do you think about this team? What did you think about this team last year, this coach, this roster, et cetera? And so you might have taken some of that in this week as it relates to Joey McGuire and the Red Raiders. And Chris, it seems like some of what has been shared, should I say, has, uh, to use an industry term, irked uh, some of the Red Raider faithful because we'll get to such things as uh, Coach McGuire still being an experiment in his role. I think that was a word that was used I want to get to coming up. But in general, it seems like some are feeling like uh, Coach McGuire and Texas Tech being sold a little short. Is that the vibe that you're getting? You, you know, and I, and I love these uh, – I love this kind of content, if I'm being honest. I, I think, you know, you, you're right. You see it this time of year, <laughs> whether it's anonymous – you know, and, and like when the Big 12 media days show up, uh, they'll they'll talk to all those players anonymously and they'll say, hey, if you couldn't play for your coach, which coach in the conference would you most want to play for? Um, who, who do you think is the best player? And, and, you know, and then they anonymous is a sexy journalism word because it's like, OK, I'm, I'm trusting that the, the writer has gone to a, a a legit source and this source is going to say something that they don't want anybody to know is attached to them. And so it may, it may be a little juicy here. And and that's kind of what we have here. And I think it, um, cause the, the, the comment uh, about the, the, these are anonymous assistant coaches in the big 12 that are talking about other teams. Athlons is the outlet and, which is a reputable publication. It's been around for years and years and years, especially in the college space. And I think uh, the the comment was, you know, it, it helped me out here, Cowan. It, it was it was you, you said experiment. This this is early in the experiment. yeah, it's still an experiment, still an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they said something along the lines of, you know, Texas Tech just doesn't look look the part, getting off the bus. 
Um, and and I and I don't think that this whole the whole comment in, in its full context was because I think it it said uh, something along the line. They've done a really good job, and 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 it wasn't just so derogatory and negative. But uh, I it, it's it's the experiment word is fair, and and I think anytime you just have a one year snapshot. I think it's fair to say, you know, I, we're, we're still kind of trying to figure this out. I think that I've even talked to, you know, folks very involved of, about like tech football and, and all that uh, with the university. And they'll kind of like, you know, I mean, this is great, but, you know, it's just it's just the one year. This was back, you know, right after the bowl game because everybody's feeling elated. And, and you just like, you know, what's it look like three to five years from now? You know, Mike was able to do this for a sustained period of success. And I mean, you know, and again, I'm looking for reasons to be positive. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 if anything, I'd be like, you take your experiment and turn it sideways. And, you know, I mean, because I, (laughs) I, 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 I feel like we have a pretty good gauge here of what Joey is about, who he surrounds himself with how he recruits, how he coaches. But to be fair, it is. It's just been it's just been the one season. The the get off the bus comment, that that drew me off sides. I don't mind telling you there. <laughs> okay, 5 yards possibly. Let's review it. Let's review false, it and make sure it's properly applied. By the way, if you're trying to uh, turn any word that includes an X sideways and shove it somewhere, (laughs) that's going to be a painful show. Uh, Some of the quote in context says in part this, for all the Texas high school coaching hires, uh, I think this one is still an experiment, referring to Coach McGuire and the Red Raiders, of course. goes on to say, it's still hard to tell. That's not on Joey. He's done a really solid job there so far. It's just that they're still not a high-end Big 12 roster. They're still in the middle of the road, and you can see it getting off the bus. The offense will have a really good year. They basically got everybody back, but they're used to that kind of performance. Having a good offense alone isn't why they hired that guy, which is I, I think is kind of funny that people still just kind of blanket us uh, offensively because I still would look back over the last handful of years and feel like your defense was rowing your boat. And there were some days where the offense was was pretty good, and there were some days where it wasn't so good and pretty much always statistically glamorous, but – I think that's that's more Texas Tech stigma than actual analysis. So I'm a little bit surprised by that. You'll see a lot of it from the media. A little more surprised to see it from a coach that faces uh, Texas Tech. But whether it's the bus or the experiment, Chris, I, the experiment thing to me is probably a little goofier than anything else just because Joey McGuire is not a, a day one football coach. I understand it was his first run as a head coach on this level or in the Big 12 Conference, but not his first day around a football team, right? And I would have said, yes, uh, we're in the lab with the beakers and the gases and the goggles and the lab coats uh, rolling into year one with Joey McGuire. But it wasn't the same experiment as, say, I don't know, Cliff Kingsbury. I tell you, it might not even be the same experiment as Matt Wells, bringing in a guy from outside the state uh, with no real affiliation or relationship advantage. So I get some of it a season ago, but as you run through an entire year and you do it successfully – uh, I think some of the results are in like, that's the fairest way, I guess I can come up with kind of dousing the experiment point. I, I don't view it that way. You know, when you mentioned the word stigma, um, I, I, I think this is unfairly attached to Joey as a high school coach. One, I think Joey would embrace mm-hmm. that. I think he loves, he loves that part of his background to his core. 
And I think if anything, he would tell you, you're right, man. I'm a high school coach that's coaching college kind of thing. I mean, that, that's, that's who I am. When you peel back the onion, man, here's what you get. And, but I, I don't think it was meant that <laughs> that's way. That's his marketing pitch. <laughs> right. I don't think it's not it was- like an admission, by the way. It's not he's copping. He's he he wants you to know that. He wants yeah, you to view him that like way. Shouting it from the mountaintops. But I, I don't think it was meant yeah. that way with these comments. And again, that's the hard part about reading something. You can't necessarily understand tone or or the full context. But True. I just think when people you, you know, when they want to kind of take a shot or kind of kind of gig you a little bit, they, they drop the high school thing with with Coach McGuire. And I remember being on the sideline in Stillwater, Oklahoma last year. And, you know, and that was a game where, you know, Barron started. I think you had – you were in that thing. You played really well. It, you, you just weren't quite good enough. And, and that's when Oklahoma State was rolling before the wheels fell off. Mm-hmm. But th- there were there were two guys right behind the uh, the, the Texas Tech bench, and and because that the proximity in those benches, it, it's it's just there. The, if you're in the front row right there behind <laughs> the bench, you, you you're like looking in the huddle, like you could just yell across the Gundy and be like, "Yeah, I was gonna say." <laughs> <laughs> when you said you're on the sideline, that means your butt cheek was on the wall and your foot was hanging onto the plane. Yes, <laughs> but the guy he's just wearing the sideline out. You can't do that high school crap here, you know. On and on and on and on it goes, and it, 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 oh it and I, I just kind of kept looking back, like, man, do you, do you feel better about yourself? But in, in, in a way, in a way that that is uh, that is so like wrong on on the the stigma. He hasn't been a high school coach in like seven years. He's been a, a power five, Division one assistant or head coach for the last seven years why does that stigma not get attached to anybody else you never hear that with jeff trailer uh or or whoever else would have embraced their high school you know co- co- you know co- coaching roots i mean y- you don't you don't hear anybody talking about emmett jones in that way is the assistant that just left you i mean that's all he was was a glorified high school coach you see what i'm saying it's just so i think this was meant to be a a bit of a shot it's wrong uh i think it's kind of funny if this is what they you know somebody wants to gig or or kind of take a shot about but i I think as we said from the get-go um joey would embrace that and tell you damn right (laughs) you know like that's exactly right like and, and I'll, I'll take my background and I'll I will wear you out with it. The the get off the bus thing though, it it, it made like the vein in my neck like stick out and like I, I'm like this is somebody that clearly wasn't standing by the bus when this team got off. That, uh, of, that's the one that got you more really because the experiment percent. was what I thought. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm a interested to hear percent. why. But first, today's episode brought to you by. Bird dogs, the most versatile, best looking, best feeling shorts in the universe. You're used to those stiff fabrics other short makers are throwing at you, but that's not what you're getting with bird dogs. You're getting cloud knit fabric, which provides stretch without giving up fit. And yes, it feels as good as it sounds. Ah, cloud knit fabric made from real organic cage-free clouds. Try them out today at birddogs.com slash locked on college. Anti-stink sweat wicking fabric, keeping you cool 
dry all day long. Made for all occasions because they're the most versatile shorts known to man. So check them out right now at birddogs.com slash locked on college. And while you're there, enter in the promo code locked on college for a free custom tumbler with every order. You're not going to want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you that you want that sculpted lower body look, but you don't have room for a squat rack. Forget the weights, get with bird dogs. They're going to stretch and design to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you that sculpt you're looking for at birddogs.com slash locked on college. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college. The, the get off the bus thing though, it, it, it made like the vein in my neck, like stick out. And like, I, I'm like, this is somebody that clearly wasn't standing by the bus when this team got off. That, uh, that's okay. the one that got you more really. Cause the experiment percent. was what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm interested to hear why. I have, you know, I've been around this thing for 20 plus years and I've seen it up close. I've, I've, I've seen the Oklahoma's up close. The Texas is up close. The LSU's Ole Miss a few years ago, Ole Miss this past year. Um, mm. and, and I, Alabama and the Cotton Bowl. I mean, I, I've seen some of these big time SEC teams. I've seen, you know, supposed blue bloods in the big 12 and, and there's been a noticeable difference at times when you are on the sideline and you just see the size of certain guys or, you know, or, or as a whole, and you look at your team and be like, man, we need to get back in the weight room. Okay. There, there was a time, you know, uh, there was a time when th- this, this particular or, or really last year's team and like the, the, the team that you have right now, they, they are one of uh, the most physically, you know, gifted or looking teams that measurable wise that this program really has ever had ever. And I, and I think back to last year. Okay. Cause I think this comment was made about last year's team, right? You've never had six, two, six, three corners. Like what, what's wrong with that? Looking getting off the bus that, 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 hard, that rarely exists. You tell me Tyree Wilson didn't get, didn't look good getting off the bus. Okay. Well, the NFL sure thought so. Okay. Cause that guy's a freak. Your quarterback, or quarter, <laughs> your quarterback or quarterbacks, you know they're they're all six three. Donovan was six five, two thirty. Uh, Shuck six three, two two twenty five at the time. Baron Morton six three. You got multiple six five wide receivers. Uh, I, I just, I, I it just blew my mind when I when I saw that. I'm like like that that that's little, clearly just someone that's uneducated about what Texas Tech's roster was or it looked like. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I I just because that's a that's a shot too. It's a shot at your depth. Uh, you've got a bunch of mini me's running around or something. Is what what the suggestion is? Uh, I mean, think about it. Miles Cole was on the team last year. He he was bigger than Tyree Wilson. You've never had guys that like check these boxes uh, on, on something like that. I mean, Tyler Owens is a measurable guy. I mean, I can go on and on. I mean, Loic, Jerron Bradley, on and on. I, 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 you know, you could go on that. I just thought that was really a really dumb comment because it's just I'm like you, you're not you're not paying attention. And maybe you don't have 20 offensive linemen that are six five three thirty. Maybe maybe that's the, the 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 perceived gig there. Maybe you don't have 15 you know, defensive linemen that are, that look like Tyree Wilson, but you know, I got to tell you, nobody else does either. I don't know. I just thought that was way out of bounds. It it was wrong. 
it it, um, it made me chuckle because I'm like, it actually didn't make me laugh. It, it pissed me off, but it, it was like, that's just wrong. You know, it's just, I mean, of, of any team in the last 20 years, for you to take that shot about last year's group, I was like, well, this is, I mean, was somebody not watching or somebody not at the, at the yellow dog bus? You know, by the way, the leather, the leather smell of those like green, you know, covered seats and one of those yellow dogs, or, the, or it was like the, the red, really thin plastic or vinyl, whatever it was. When it got really hot, man, at certain times, it, it just made the whole bus smell like this. It, it's like when you go to your grandmother's house and you're like, man, it smells like grandma's house. You smell like old people. Uh, th- there's nothing like a yellow yeah. dog, really heated up, vinyl, thin plastic smell of those uh, seats whenever you'd, uh, you know, sit there and you got Kool-Aid just stains all over you and stuff from when you were a kid. Sorry for the rant. I did not see the final uh, cap on that analysis coming. I've got to say, the pivot at the end caught me off guard. Uh, but scientifically, that smell is uh, fourth and fifth grade uh, flatulation saturation is, is all you're getting there. That's just pure gas. You're Poss- uh, noxious chemicals. Um, I'm not so sure that maybe the guy, the jack wagon from Stillwater, wasn't the one that responded to this. Do we know if the anonymous comment came from the guy that was wearing you out on the sideline uh, back in Stillwater? It, it sounds like it could have. Well, and, and you know what's uh, I just, it, what's funny but, is is that Mike. I, I thought you were about to suggest that like Mike Gundy may have said this or one of his stuff. And Mike Gundy was one of the most complimentary guys after that game last year about Tech's roster and about certain players. I remember it vividly. He he went out of his way to kind of, but ooh, we got lucky today, you know. And boy, they, they they've got yeah. they're gonna be a problem for some people. And he was right. I hope he uh, continues to be correct in that assessment. Uh, Mike Gundy just plucking my heartstrings as a college football fan this week, putting out a national bird call to any uh, prospects that if you don't want to be coached and if you want to bail off into the portal, don't come here. He said, this place isn't for everybody and everybody's not for me. I mean, this dude was on one this week and I am uh, picking up what he's putting down. I, I really just defer to you. I don't even know where the bus is when they get off. I'm not ever at the freaking bus. How the hell would I know what they look like getting off the bus? I defer to your physical assessment. I'm not so sure. I don't know if I really feel like he's out of bounds because do I feel like this is one of the Big 12's best rosters? I doubt it. I don't know. Maybe it becomes that, but I doubt it. It typically isn't. Um, Texas Tech typically has to squeeze every drop and then some out of what they are physically. I know there have been some years, uh, we were just talking about an offensive line yesterday that physically getting off the bus, the bus was rocking. It was like when they... Uh, stuck that big rack of ribs on the side of Fred Flintstone's car and it just tipped over. That's what it was like whenever those guys were getting off. And Tyree Wilson looked so good last year getting off the bus. We sent him back around to the back again. He'd scramble up. He'd get off twice just to give the fans an extra thrill. It was an awesome idea. But I still feel like, because I asked you something similar. It wasn't get off the bus. But we talked about this two or three weeks ago because we were talking about some recruiting successes or transfer portal successes. And I was asking you, is this team like a deep, talented team now? Or when do we transition into, hey, this is a really talented team? Because um, I think you're working your way towards that category. Uh, but I don't know that you're there that yet. And traditionally, you are not consistently there as far as among, say, peers in the Big 12 or in the state of Texas, you know, the most talented or the, the deepest talent. You've got to, again, uh, overachieve to a degree from a purely talent perspective and I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, but 
what I remember from that conversation, I don't remember you just diving headfirst into the pool of, uh, yes, they are a very talented team now. It was more so, if I'm remembering correctly, you know, the talent is very, very young, very, very ex- inexperienced. It's it's only now kind of arriving on campus as far as some of these big wins. They have got it on the recruiting trail. So when does it bubble up to the surface? I mean, hopefully sooner rather than later, but we don't know. It may take some time. But I, I think that's kind of the similar way I define get off the bus. I, who cares what you look like anyway, to be honest with you, if you're not putting it to work? Hell, you you named an example. Miles Cole looked great getting off the bus. And a lot of people don't even know who he is that watched Tech last year, you know? So yeah. th- that, that's kind of the example to refute it anyway. But the talent conversation you and I have had, it's not the deepest pool just yet, but I think we did acknowledge clearly uh, that tide is rising. Yeah, you know, and, and may, maybe I took it too literally because I, I always think, um, you know, like Tech's basketball team two years ago, the one that went to the Sweet 16 and and lost to uh, to Duke in San Francisco, that, that was a team that looked the part. Like when they came out there for warm-ups, I think other coaches and other teams like kind of you look down there and go, goodness gracious. I mean, they 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 were just long and big and athletic and and, and there and there was a, a bunch of them. And so that's what I guess I took it to to mean. And yeah. I, I think if if it's a if it's a talent, but you, you don't. I mean, you can have the smallest guy on the field, and he'd be super talented. But that has nothing to do with That's how true. you look getting off the bus. And so I, you, but you're right. Uh, th- this is imposing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This is still a um, middle of the road. Uh, I think trending up though, and it, it's top half, and it's certainly getting getting better uh, uh, as far as the just the overall talent. And I and I think it speaks to that when you have Tyree Wilson as the only guy drafted. You know, I think when you finally, because like we, we've had that conversation, you know, about the draft next year, I think you could have a handful of, of draft picks, which kind of tells you that, that there's there's some more things going and working for you there. You know, your, your two corners, we mentioned uh, uh, Tyler Owens, we mentioned Tyler Shuck, uh, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, maybe the Miles Coles and the Steve Linton type guys maybe kind of emerge on the on the draft radar and Austin McNamara. I mean, there, there's a there's a handful of guys that, that I've probably left some out here, but you, you get the idea that speaks to kind of what we're talking about here and that, boy, there, there's a lot more there that could play at the next level. And so that that is. But I think your point still stands. You need to keep stacking, stacking recruiting classes. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, you're well on the way to, to try to do that with all these official visit weekends going on right now. Quit talking about how these boys look getting off the bus. Their mamas think they're good-looking boys. They think they're all handsome, and we're taking their word for it. So let's just leave it at that. Uh, I think that's a great point, talking about the NFL draft thing. You had this really high high, and then you had a void (laughs) for the most part after that, uh, as far as it's concerned. And that speaks to, uh, I think, some heading in the right direction, but also uh, trying to really, really impact the depth of your roster, which everybody's trying to do. I mean, obviously, it's nothing new. Uh, but with some of the wins you're having on the recruiting trail portal or otherwise, um, you would think it's only a matter of time before some of that starts showing up. Look, I don't want it to just be all about talent. I don't want to have the most talented team in the country. we got to keep these positional coaches with something to do. They're just going to get bored if they're just coaching the most talented guys ever, and then they start yelling at 
poor little television interns. You know, what goes on at UT? They get bored with all this talent and they start taking it out on poor little sweet television interns. We don't want to see that happening here. It was an ugly, disgraceful scene. Okay, as we're wrapping it up here today, speaking of ugly, disgraceful, let's talk Pac-12. Is there a path actually to keeping this Pinto intact? We'll explore next on Locked on Texas Tech. Thanks for joining us on Locked On at Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network with Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts if you haven't so far so you never miss an episode. Wrapping up today's Fandango with a realignment round, Chris, because something interesting, and maybe I didn't give it enough uh, credit or, or, or didn't take it seriously enough all along, but something interesting this week that I feel like uh, I'm picking up on, and, and maybe you are out there as well if you're taking in realignment content. Have you guys put down that shiny toy just yet? Of course not. You're clicking on every realignment article out there. We are very, very sick people. Um, Big 12, Colorado, Arizona, Pac-12, San Diego State, Southern Methodist, Big 10, Oregon, Washington. You guys typically probably aware of kind of the chess pieces and what the board looks like right now, Chris. But, you know, something I'm sitting in disgust here this week, and I'm really wondering if it's more of a possibility or a probability than I thought. Immediate self-preservation for the Pac-12 in a dramatically weakened state, but still immediate self-preservation via uh, a short-term deal that probably still does lead to significant movement in the future, but maybe not right now and whether you consider that a bad deal good deal or in between i'm not so sure that that might not be where we wind up with some uh, kind of additions but for the most part something staying intact uh within the pack 12 and i'm a little disappointed by it if that's the case but I, i don't know i'm getting a creeping suspicion or a creeping feeling that uh maybe that could be the most immediate likely outcome yeah, I, I think this has always been like the favorite uh, scenario uh, as far as like the odds uh, are in that the Pac-12 would would still stick together. But like you said, that's where the rub is here. If if if, if they're going to get something offered to them, I don't know what it's supposed to look like. Uh, I think that there's concerns about the money that it will make each school and I'm talking about you know the media rights deal which is what the whole holdup right. is that's what we're all waiting on you know it was it was going to be out back in mid March and and then it was I mean it, it, this has just been kind of a the, the jokes write themselves sometimes because the timetable here has just been laughable on anonymous president said this or school athletic director said this or whatever and there's been they just keep kicking the can down the road and and now you know, one of the thought processes is that this has got to be done by, or, or this, they'll get some closure on this by the end of this month. I don't know. We'll, we'll see yeah. if that's true or not. But I think that was always the the favorite of the scenarios odds wise in that they would get some sort of four to six year deal, you know, maybe. And, and the key is though, is what is that worth? And, and then, okay. If you're one of these schools that has some options, you know, is that, you know, am I willing to, to lock myself into that or, or do I want to go, you know, partner up with, uh, with a different league? 
And I think that the, the real rub is, is not, not just the money, but okay. You, you've got, you've got our media rights, but you know, half of this content is going to be streamed. You know, you can't even get it on a regular, and then that hurts recruiting and all kinds of, of, of dynamics in play there. But I, I think that, you know, Pete Thamel had a really good article with ESPN yesterday. And he kind of had a, you know, really all around uh, the realignment world kind of broken up into these <laughs> leagues. But it, it really comes down to Colorado, Callan. I mean, that, that's kind of what everybody's waiting on. I Seems think like he call, is like keeping up with the Colorado Kardashians, I think, is what the way Thamel wrote it. And, <laughs> and they have an option, okay? It's very clear. You know, I don't think Washington State or Oregon State, as he pointed out in the article, they don't they don't have they don't have those options. And so everybody's kind of waiting to see what what happens with Colorado. They're very engaged. It it was reported in that article, and we've talked about it as well. That they, there's been plenty of discussions uh, between Colorado and the Big Twelve, and I think Colorado, Colorado, I can tell you for a fact, has been extremely receptive. Uh, and engaged in talking to the Big 12 Conference. At some point, though, they've got just to decide, what do we want to do? They've taken it to their football coach, and their football coach has said, I want to get my my program back into the state of Texas. That's where the players are, you know. But this is a this is an athletic director who, who can kind of comment, but the, these, these uh, decisions are made by regents, by board of directors, by school presidents, is much higher than a football coach and yeah. athletic director and all those kinds of things. Uh, and I think the thought is, is guess, well, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say the Colorado thing being the leading piece. Uh, yes, I'll, I've been buying into it, but I guess I thought there would be, you know, more of the avalanche if that piece is moved, but it kind of seems like, nah, we could just add San Diego State and and we'll hang tight for a little bit. And Colorado is just like a singular kind of addition for the time being. I don't know. I didn't really see that coming. And maybe that's not what's coming down the pipe. But that's some of what I mean when I say Pac-12 survival for the immediate, um, uh, albeit one that's that's not quite what it used to be. I, I didn't quite see that coming. You know, because sometimes when these things happen, everybody is, else then feels comfortable stepping through the door. Oh, I also would like to be on them. You know how that goes. There's strength in numbers. You know, I, I I don't know if 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 this would be Colorado alone. Uh, I think that that's probably okay. Say we do lose them if we're the Pac-12, we'll just add, you know, and and we'll and we'll move along our merry way. If if you're the Big Twelve though, if, if anybody from the Pac-12 that you were to add. You, you got what you wanted because you've added uh, a brand, whoever it is, and you, you've, you've put a, a little bit of a, a leak in their, in their ship uh, for the long term and for the short term. And I think, um, you know, maybe, maybe Colorado alone joining the Big 12 isn't enough to cause anybody else in the Pac-12 to you know, to, to move off their spot and, and, and join. But again, what, what these folks in charge of this stuff are looking at, like Brett Yormark is basically wanting to expand and, and to do certain things and generate revenue and all these different things. He's already got an eye on, and it was reported in this deal. They're already got an eye on 2030 and, and, and the next media rights deal. He had the, the new one that they've agreed to hadn't even started yet. 
And it's all about positioning yourself for the next one. And that's the problem with the Pac-12 folks. Either way, even if they agree to a deal and and it's dumbed down or it's it's similar money, but most of it's on streaming, where do they think that is headed long term? Do you think that like in seven years somebody's going to go, We'll, we'll 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 put it on more of the the, the main cable part instead of and, and we don't even know what cable will look like you know then I, I just I think you can see right. the, the it's it's all about a trend and, and and positioning yourself in the future and I think uh, it would be a short term solution for the Pac-12 if they do come up with any kind of agreement and you know I, I but I do think Colorado is contemplating this very seriously but I do think they want to see. What are we offered versus what we know we're going to get in the Big 12? I think they've got to get to that point before they can ultimately, you know, but they're getting impatient as as it was reported. Sure. Still just kind of boggles my mind for the others, though, because the writing will remain on the wall. Uh, Say Colorado defects and you've got a San Diego State edition. You have gone nowhere. You've still taken a step backwards. And by the way, Oregon and Washington are out at first opportunity uh if they do ever get it which i think also has become more of a question than maybe we assumed at the beginning of this conversation but i'm still hoping for an initial move and then that to result uh in immediate destruction of the remainder of the pac-10 so and uh, calendar we'll you comes to fruition have you heard about the deficit that the university because i think of university of washington as this is this brand and they're in Seattle and, and they, they are talked about in certain ways, the big 10 clearly has it, but they are operating. I mean, you can go do some, some Google in there. If you're listening to us right now out there about the university of Washington and their funding right now, and they're, they're in trouble. Uh, they are, really? they're going to no. need some help. They're at, with that. Yeah. Their athletic department needs some serious help financially uh, I think there's there's folks that as as budget meetings start to creep up here in midsummer about the next academic year and all those things, there, there's some scary conversations going on with some of these. Uh, and that's why you're starting to see people get antsy and get frustrated and, and tell you as much on, on kind of where things stand. But yeah, there's a lot that's come out of Seattle about the Washington Athletic Department and the funding, and they may need some help from the university uh, to kind of get get back right, but it's you know they're paying off some coaches and and so th- th- so there's some reasons why, but they're just not they're not flush at all. In fact, they're they're hurting right now, and they need to know where the next uh, uh, you know meal tickets coming from. Yeah, the rubber's going to meet the road whenever you really get into those financial conversations. You would have to think, and I also think there's some consideration that has to be paid to further diluting your conference if you're the Pac-12 and you do have a defection, but you say, "All right, we're keeping it together for now" with like a San Diego State edition or something like that. You also have to consider um, things like automatic uh, playoff playoff berths and things like that. Like, who for how long is going to be wanting to devote something like that to a league like that? How many times can I say like that in about 30 seconds? A lot. Um, you know, and if you eventually continue just add, I think that equation is going to change as well. <clears throat> but only time will tell. Like buffaloes through the hourglass. These are the days of our realignment lives. And what does Colorado know anyway? Because I think they're actually bison. And you're an institution of higher learning. Get it together. Colorado. Chris, we got it together and it was a lot of fun today. We're going to do it again tomorrow, man. Thanks for the time as always. Enjoyed it. Absolutely. Enjoyed it uh, as well. Keep hope alive, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you never miss an episode. And we'll be right back here seeing you for the next round on Locked On Texas Tech.